What's going on guys, just another critic here. Welcome back to the channel. We are continuing my week eight college football predictions with the Arizona State Sun Devils going to Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Utes. Right now, ASU sitting at 17th in the country, Utes at 13th in the country, both teams 5-1 and one and 2-1 and one in conference. Um, essentially, right now, these are arguably two of the best teams or the two best teams for the Pac-12 South. Obviously, USC is still in that conversation. Um, I understand USC sitting at 3-3, three and three, but they have played some pretty good competition. Um, like I said, Utah 2-1 in conference, Arizona State 2-1 in conference. Loser of this game arguably you know, puts them out of that conversation to represent for the South. Um, but I think this is this game is going to be uh, a really fun game to watch. Right now, Utah is a heavy favorite in this game with a 13.5 point spread in favor of Utah. For those of you betting on the game, both teams are 3-3 three and three against the spread right now. Um, and coming into this matchup, let's go ahead and cover the statistics and then we'll get into my own thoughts. Right now, ASU putting up 25 points per game, allowing 17 points per game. Offense averaging 268 through the air and 134 on the ground. Defense allowing 262 through the air and 91 yards on the ground. Utah, on the other hand, averaging 34 points per game, 13, allowing 13 points per game. And the offense looking very balanced. Averaging 238 through the air and 228 on the ground. Defense right now allowing 218 through the air and 52 on the ground. And so the big discrepancy as we can see right now, Utah is a very balanced offense. Statistically, you take a look at that. And defense right now, they're really not letting anybody find success um, on the ground and really through the air. 218 isn't too bad. Um, you know, from a college football perspective. But yeah, with that being said, the first thing I want to talk about in this matchup is elevation. This game is being played in Salt Lake City, Utah. Now, Arizona State, I don't know when they're coming up. I don't know when they're going to be flying out to Salt Lake City for this matchup. But if they don't get acclimated, and even if they do get acclimated, um, you know, coming in a few days early, that that makes that it does make a difference. But the overall, uh, you know, the overall picture of as far as the elevation goes, elevation is a is massive. I think the elevation in in Utah is about four thousand something something. Um, you can look it up. Let me pull it up right now. Utah elevation. It's, let's see, Salt Lake City, 4,226 feet. That's the elevation of Salt Lake City. And ASU, which I think is located in Tempe, Phoenix area, I already looked that up. It's around 1,200, 1,500, something like that. Uh, go, ch go check for yourself. Don't quote me. Um, but with that being said, elevation is going to play a massive part in this game. That's the first things first, elevation. I don't know if you've ever had to go into go from a low elevation to a high elevation place and play sports. I have. It isn't easy to do. Not at all. You're 
it's it's hard to breathe you start coughing more especially after doing you know a ton of sprints or even if you're jogging um it's it's a tough thing to do it's a tough thing to adjust to on the fly like i said especially if they're flying in um maybe a day or two before the game it is something that's going to play a part in the outcome of this game now the impact players in this game we have Jaden daniels quarterback for um asu he's played pretty well i do like the kid i think he's i think he's uh he's somebody to keep an eye on for future years i don't think this asu team will um you know compete for the pac-12 this year they've done a good job so far and i think they have a bright future ahead but i don't think this is their year he's had a decent season but he has struggled versus um better opponents he's he hasn't he hasn't been amazing um we take a look at some of some of his stats one of the better defenses against michigan state he went 15 for 26 57 percent completion percentage 140 yards zero touchdowns zero interceptions uh colorado 24 for 39 345 yards 61 percent completion percentage two touchdowns an interception and then versus cal zero touchdowns zero interceptions through the air um and then obviously they played Washington State, who isn't a very good defense. That's where he had a great game. 26 for 36, 366 yards, 72% completion percentage, and three touchdowns. Um, and then on the other hand, we've got Tyler Huntley, right? He's done a phenomenal job. Right now he's averaging 74% completion percentage, 791 yards, and five touchdowns versus um AP top 25 opponents oh excuse me versus conference opponents my mistake um but yeah looking at Tyler Huntley he's he's been efficient he's done he's done his part he hasn't he isn't the guy that is carrying this team right now because they have such a balanced attack right they have Zach Moss who is an absolute beast and he's hard to bring down um and at the same time ASU has their own guy right and Eno Benjamin and he's a beast himself He's tough to bring down. He's shifty. Both of these teams are almost identical, right? They like to run the ball. They like to have a balanced attack and really just not not put the game on their quarterback's shoulders because they have such a balanced attack. They have great running backs. Um, I think um, Utah definitely has more depth in their running back stable. And right now, I, th- I, I do give the edge to Utah for the running backs as well as uh, at the quarterback position because I do think Tyler Huntley's experience and he's just been he's just been way more efficient. He doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, both guys very athletic, but taking a look at these matchups, right? Arizona State has played pretty good defensively, right? But if you look at some of their games versus um, these passing attacks or some of the better passing teams. We take a look at their game versus Michigan State, allowed 291 through the air. And Michigan State, if we look at them versus, you know, other opponents on their schedule, they haven't really been amazing offensively. And then we go to Colorado. Colorado put up 337 on ASU's defense through the air, 140 on the ground. Kind of um, finding success in the pass game to open up the run game. I know it is typically the other way around, run find success in the past but some teams do do the basically do work uh work it the opposite way where they find success in the past to open the run anyway moving on and then just this past week 
They played against Washington State, who we know is a big-time air raid team. They went for 466 through the air versus Arizona State. And so Utah Utes, what they bring to the table, they bring a very balanced attack. Oregon State, they just went for 250 on uh, through the air and on the ground. Washington State, they went for 334 through the air, nearly 200 on the ground. They're averaging 200 yards on the ground versus everybody. Everybody. You look at NIU, 193, Idaho State. I understand those teams are garbage, all right? Let's just take a look at USC then. They went for 250 against USC, 192 versus Washington State, and then 256 versus Oregon State. I think this will obviously arguably be the best defense they've played so far. Um, I, I do think USC has a great defense, but I do... Uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to give ASU the edge over USC's defense right now. I do think um, right now they're both playing uh, right around the same level as far as defense goes. But right now, like I said, just take a look at some of, some of the production that ASU has allowed against their defense. Michigan State one thirteen on the ground, which isn't amazing, but when you compare that to what they're about to face versus Utah which is a stable of phenomenal running backs, obviously led by Zach Moss, 113 versus Michigan State, 140 versus Colorado, and then 105 versus Cal. I think right now, um, as you guys hear me talking about this game, you can hear that I'm leaning towards Utah. And that, that isn't for no no reason. That's because I think Utah is going to find a lot of success through the air, which essentially is going to open up their run game. And once you can find a balanced attack, it's really just hard to stop a team. Um, like I said, ASU hasn't done a very good job of defending the pass. They've struggled with that. And really the only good game they had against an opponent in defending the pass was against Cal. But we know Cal's offense really isn't anything to you know be threatened by. And so... Coming into SLC, they're going to be flying into Salt Lake City. The elevation is going to play a big role in this game. Um, And then I think the Utah running back stable is just going to be too much. I don't think ASU is going to be able to find success on the ground. So this game will be solely on the shoulders of Jaden Daniels. With the way that Utah's defense is, how they dominate at the line of scrimmage, like I said, they're allowing just 52 yards uh, per game on the ground. If you look at uh, some of the teams they've played, I understand NIU, Idaho State, so 67 yards, 37, uh, 36 yards, USC, 13 yards on the ground, Washington State, 61 yards on the ground, Oregon State, 48 yards on the ground. And really the only team that found success against them um, through the air was USC for 368. And that was really just a bunch of deep balls to some of their big play wide receivers. Washington State didn't even tear them up that bad. Washington State only went for 252, and that's one of the matchups we can put side by side and compare because both of these teams have played Washington State. Utah smashed them 38 to 13, and Arizona State struggled with that pass attack 38 to 34 in in a win. But like I said, coming into this matchup, I just don't think Arizona State is going to be able to have a balanced attack. I think the Utah Utes are going to dominate on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. I think their run game is going to be too much. I think the elevation is going to absolutely tear this ASU team apart. And we're going to see that heavily in the second half when these guys are going to be worn down. 
and they're not going to be coming out of their routes as strong. They're not going to be, you know, challenging at the line of scrimmage as well. Everything is just going to be slowly uh, a slow drip, right, of just that defense, that offense, just their players in general being worn down by the elevation. It is a tough thing to play in. It is uh, something that is really hard to adjust to. But for those reasons, um, I think I think Utah dominates this game. I really do. I, I have them winning this game, thirty-four to seventeen. Once again, my final score is thirty-four to seventeen. I honestly think Utah can potentially win this game by even more, um, but that's where I have the score sitting at right now. Final score: Utah Utes win it in Salt Lake City, thirty-four to seventeen. With that being said, guys, appreciate you for listening. I've got one more matchup to cover. That's the Michigan versus Penn State game, as well as my upset alerts. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Yeah, stay prepared for the up and down. Life is like a seesaw. Come say it's a bit